Well, hello and welcome to Romance at a Glance, the show where we talk all things romance. And today we have a special episode. This is our rag on romance. And we are your hosts, Shawnee. And I'm here with my beautiful co-host and thirst trap, Bridget. How you doing, Bridget? I'm doing just fine, Shawnee. I'm excited to talk to you. I feel like just because of our recording schedule, the last time we had a rag on romance just feels like forever ago. It so does. of course, we have a million books to talk about and a million <laughs> movies to talk about. And I'm excited. I'm excited to be here. I miss you. I love you. Absolutely. I miss you. I love you too, Bridget. I was picking my flight back from Boston and I was like, please let there be one that goes through Midway. And there wasn't. There wasn't because I was going to do it. But I'll see you at Christmas. I'll see you at Christmas. Yeah. That's coming up. Coming up next month. I, yeah, I'm, I'm like super excited because I feel like the Rag on Romance episodes have been fun to be able to explore a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Because I read so many books and I've had so many publishers send me books, which I'm eternally grateful for. And so I'm really excited that like, it's just a fun way to be able to tell you about like a million things that I'm always thinking about instead of talking about only one thing all the time. Now all the time. A million things. That's exciting. Which is also like, this is like what we did off the podcast. So it's right. nice that we get to like actually share that as well. I agree. Got to bring, yeah. it, bring it into the listeners. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Like, this is exactly how me and Shawnee's day goes when we talk to each other. Just like constant stream of crazy and just jumping from topic to topic and having lots of fun and laughs. So, you want to jump into this episode, Bridget? I do. And I'm also really excited because this episode was sponsored by Anna Lowe, who is the author of Tempting the Sheriff, a steamy, suspenseful paranormal romance featuring a female fox shifter as a robin hood and a dragon knight as the new sheriff of nottingham the sherwood forest shifter series combines action-packed romance of outlander with the humor of the princess bride for a fresh new twist on a classic with brave knights cunning bandits fire breathing dragons and forbidden lovers shawty i'm stoked about this one thank you so much anna for sponsoring the episode damn that's a really good blurb anna okay all right well, are y'all ready to get it popping? Y'all want to hear this episode where we rag on romance? I'm ready to get it popping, Johnny. Let's get it popping. Let's get it popping. Romance at a glance. Uh huh. Romance at a glance. What you say now? Romance at a glance. Go ahead, girl. Okay, wait, Bridget, before we like jump into all of this, I just have to tell you, if I didn't already, that my dad, um, Oh my God, did I tell you this? My dad sent me a message in the morning, like a couple like nights ago, like a week ago. And he was like, Sean, I found this app that does romance novels. And that's like what you were talking about, about making movies, like romance novels into movies and whatever. So I sat and I watched the romance novels on this app so I could gain some, gain some data. <laughs> He watched this whole vertical romance movie just so he could talk to me and give me data about what we should do. And first of all, I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was so sweet. But also, he didn't watch that for me. Okay, this is the man who had who ran to the TV talking about I gotta get to Gossip Girl. I gotta get to Gossip. <laughs> My show is on. Okay, it's Gossip Girl time. <laughs> so. He's not 
mean he watched the show for me, Bridget. Let me tell you, I don't believe him. Gossip Girl was an incredible program. Uh, Chuck and Blair for life. Uh, I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> they are still one of the ultimate, like, you talk about chemistry. Uh, they were the most toxic characters to each other even and i still was like i don't care i just want them to longingly look at each other and like they had such good like repartee yeah by far they killed it they're the best i i as you know i'm very very stringent about who i see on camera so like i will watch the first 45 seconds of almost all of the holiday movies that come out every year because I'm waiting to see the moment the two characters meet, if there's chemistry, if there's chemistry and the acting is okay. I don't really care about the rest of it. I'll watch the movie, but if the chemistry is bad or the acting is bad, I immediately a bit hard. No, it's a hard no for me because like (laughs) I can, I can accept the fact that these movies are cranked out and they're made fast. And like we worked in production. Like I understand like there's just legitimately like budget constraints. Like, like, okay, you only have four, you know, places that you filmed this movie because you didn't have enough money to have a fit. That's fine. I don't care about that. If the chemistry is there and the acting is is working, yeah, I'll watch legitimately anything just for that one look. Like, I watch... I just watched Gen V on Amazon. Did you watch mm-hmm. that? Mm-mm. Um, which is the spinoff of The Boys. If you guys are into incredible violence and just, like, if you liked the boys, you'll like it. If you did not like the boys, don't watch it. <laughs> Please don't watch it. Cause it's just as bad. If not worse. Um, there's like shockingly gratuitous violence, shockingly gratuitous sex. <laughs> like it's a wild show. Um, but like, I am such a sucker for like the first moment you see those characters glance at each other and you're like, Oh, it's on like Donkey Kong. Like those two are falling in love. Like it's already. And my husband's like, you don't know that. And I was like, just watch. I can tell you right now, they're setting up an arc five episodes later. This is going to pay yeah. off. And I saw the moment first. Um, <laughs> so I was excited about that when I just finished it. I was sad there were only eight episodes. So. Only eight episodes? Yeah, what? that's what they do. I'm pretty sure that's what they did for the it's boys, so too. It's like eight, eight episodes. They're is like, like eight test? hour long. No. Oh. It's just like eight hour long episodes. That's how they do the series now. They're like eight to 13, depending on. I guess if they're like it. really good episodes and a lot happens in it, then I guess that like makes sense because I'd rather watch a short season or something that's like super impactful yeah. and beefy yes. than the dragged out, you know, right. I don't know. Yeah. There's like not a minute wasted. Like every moment is important to the story. And it also, because it's about like superheroes and stuff, there's yeah. a lot of, uh, VFX and yeah. like honestly like making more episodes I don't know if you could do the budget for that because I'm sure it's already an incredibly expensive show to make that makes sense what have I you been know. watching Anything yeah I have been okay so first of all I've been watching a lot and I've been re-watching okay, okay. because all my all my favorite like um, Korean dramas when my cousins do my hair I make them watch my like rewatch ones I've already watched <laughs> that, I, that I embedded Okay, so I started rewatching the business proposal um, with my cousin, and she's like, "It's funny because like the heartthrob walks in and it goes into slow motion, you know." And she's like, "Is that guy the, supposed to be the hot one?" And I was like, "Yes, clearly. Do you not see the stars and the slow motion?" Okay, <laughs> was that not a dead giveaway? 
<laughs> yeah, K-dramas are not subtle about like pointing out who's supposed to be the hot one. Yes. Which is funny to me because like sometimes I look at the secondary characters and I'm like, they're actually quite hot too if you didn't like slick their hair to the side and do the, you know, do the the friend look of them. Um but yeah, so I started her make, making her watch business proposal, which I really like because it's super campy, right? It's a um, basically the story is um, there's like this rich guy who's um, working for his company, and he's a bit of an asshole because they always are like a bit of an asshole. Um, but I love this trope. <laughs> I love it. And she works. Um, her name is Shinari. She works for the company, and she is a food. They make like frozen dinners to export to the world. And so she's one of the chefs who makes the frozen dinners. And her best friend is like a super rich, filthy, rich, like, you know, trust fund girl who is supposed to go on a date with the owner of this company, like grandson and, and the, the rich friend. Well, she doesn't want to do it. So whenever they, whenever this happens, she switches with their friend and, and the girl Shinnery, who was the chef, right. will go on a date and act the, a fool. She will act a huge fool so that like she can just get rid of the guy like immediately, right? So she goes on this date with the guy, with this guy that she's supposed to match up with. And as soon as she says he says his name, she realizes, oh shit, that's my boss. <laughs> right. And it's like a Clark Kent Superman thing because she looks just like herself, but she her hair is tussled and she's supposed to look like a different human. Um, but she proceeds to like basically say she's a slut. She's like, I sleep with so many guys. I love like <laughs> or whatever. And he doesn't want to get married, but his grandfather's forcing him. So he thinks it's a good idea to pick the worst candidate. So when she's like, oh. I say, she's like, I'm, you know, whatever. I'm out in these streets, baby. I'm a Halloween. And he's like, that's fantastic. <laughs> Let, let's, 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 let's do this. So it's like, a, after this is a lot of hijinks type, type stuff where she's dodging him. She has to go like put a wig on and potentially someone else and turn around and, and do a whole lot of rigmarole while she's living like a dual life um, okay. or whatnot. And I think it's super cute. I love the, you know, thing. But the one guy he does, the main guy does this hand motion to his hair like he's slicking it back. But he never touches his hair and I don't quite understand why. <laughs> Maybe he's just seeing if there's any anything out of place. He can like feel the vibrations of any. Oh no, that one hair has now escaped me. I'm always like, there he goes again, looking back, nothing. Hysterical. Oh, but anyway, I would recommend that if you like if you like campiness, it's very romantic. Um, it's very funny, but he, the guy is a bit of a doofus in the beginning. Um, but yeah, versus proposal, I do enjoy it. That that's one of the ones I've been watching. I just watched a Spanish language uh, romance movie called My Fault. It's on Amazon Prime. And I had been seeing things about it, but I just hadn't watched it. And I didn't realize it was not in English at first when I was hearing about it. And I saw the trailer and it was dubbed. And I was like, I don't know. It doesn't seem great. Because again, like, you know, like I can hardly listen to audiobooks. It's a really hard thing for me. So dubbing. I really struggle to listen to anything that's dubbed, yeah. And because the uh, like the voice doesn't match the what's happening for me, yeah. not the like a, not like the a literal, uncanny, like a uncanny valley. Mm-hmm. I don't know what what do you mean? What's uncanny valley? Uncanny valley is when something is like, for instance, AI. If there's an AI person, 
and they're supposed mm-hmm. to look really a lot like a person like michael michael jackson's hologram have you ever seen that like his hologram okay so mm-hmm. it looks almost perfect but there's something off about it that makes uh, you okay. that creeps you out about it and you're like oh right so like i would say my the hologram of michael jackson is uncanny valley because it doesn't breathe when he freezes uh, okay. he doesn't like breathe like the ais kind of have that sure. or whatever so it's like so anything your brain perceives to be a little off from real, then it, yeah. it freaks it out. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That is, it's exactly that. It's like I'm watching and I'm like, well, why do you sound like that? Like, there's no way that's the normal inflection. I feel like I'm sure there's some people who do a good job of choosing the right dubbed actors who actually are emoting the correct emotions or they have a very similar cadence of voice or whatever. Yeah. But I think especially, you know, you just lose so much of the culture when you change languages and like the way they talk and obviously their actual tone of voice and stuff. So anyway, so I watched it finally and I watched it in Spanish with subtitles, obviously. And it is a taboo story about this girl who's like a senior in high school kind of age. And she moves into her mother gets remarried to this super rich dude. And he has, of course, a hot son who's like 20 and what, what, and what was 20- this on again? Amazon Prime? Shawnee's <laughs> like, did you? <laughs> it's on Amazon Prime. And it's about two stem siblings and they fall in love. And it started as a Wattpad novel. And then it got published in Spanish, all in Spanish. And then it now is a movie. And they're going to make the second movie too, because this one was really successful. And it actually, though, was a good movie. Like sometimes when those Wattpad novels get made into books and or movies, like the movies are just trash. Yeah. Uh, But this movie was actually really enjoyable. I thought the, the, I don't know how old the actors are. I didn't Google it, but like the young people, I'm assuming they're over 18 because everyone is when they make movies. Uh, They were really good. The parents were good. Like the friends were good. There was like one dude who was like a very comical villain. Like when he got (laughs) mad, he did these like those intense, like I'm angry at you guys, you know, kind of eyes. But, um, but I thought it all worked. And then they're going to make, it's a trilogy. So I think in the second one, it's like, whatever they get, they get torn apart for some reason. My guess is like, one of them goes to college or like, or maybe, oh wait, I think he finished college already. I don't know. Maybe she goes to college or something. And then it's like, what was, this, what was this called again? Cause the was... parents, the parents don't want them to be together. They're hiding yeah. from the parents. There's a lot of like making out and like jumping apart sort of vibes. Um, and there's, I'm, it's definitely like enemies, it's definitely enemies to lovers. Um, <laughs> it's definitely like taboo, but like, I feel, I feel like, because I read a lot of romance novels, I feel personally that we could have leaned a little bit more into the taboo of the whole thing. Um, Because he does call her, like, when he first meets her, he does call her, like, sister to, like, antagonize her. Yeah. You know? Because he's like, oh, sister, like, little girl, you know what I mean? She's like, fuck you, I'm not your sister kind kind of idea. And I wanted there to be a little bit of like, oh, you know, like, what does your mom know? You're such a little slut or whatever. You know, like, I wanted there to be a little bit more like, because it starts out as enemies. I wanted to be a little bit more like uh, taboo in the way that the talking. However, they are supposed to be young people. I think it made total sense. I'm just a dirty piece of shit. 
is first what of I all, learned while watching. First of all, you're <laughs> listen, you dirty piece of shit. You're in good company. <laughs> first, first of all, what's it called again? Is a what was it called again? Step one. It's called. It's called my fault. My fault. Okay, because I was definitely googling. I was like on yes, Prime Video, being like, mm, let me just check it out. I just want to see if what you're relaying is a uh, cash book market. Oh, it has a great cover. That cover, I actually really cover. I I, I do really yeah. like this of cover. He's like rich, but they his parents don't know that he's a bad boy and that he's like racing cars and he's in like gang and all this other stuff. There's like all kinds of stuff going on in the movie, but it totally all works. I was totally happy watching it all the way through. Um, he yeah, so first of all, the thing is we have a lot of books and things and and media that comes out, so. If we want one to get to go more into that taboo, I would I would like that because yeah. we have enough of everything, <laughs> yeah. but I don't think we have we get enough taboo that's made also into video, you know. But maybe that's why they're like, oh, let's pull that back a little bit. I think um, I think yeah, I didn't read the book, so I don't know if it's more taboo. I don't know if they lean into it more in the book. Yeah, I mean it's Wattpad, so I'm assuming yes, but yeah. um, or it was based on Wattpad, but. I don't know that for a fact because I did not read the book. Uh, they do have an English translation now, but I didn't read it. Um, I also read in a completely different vein or watched in a completely different vein a movie called Sitting in Bars with Cake, yeah, uh, which was lovely and sad Aww. about a best friend. And they decide to bring cakes because one of them is a baker to bars all over the city to meet people. <laughs> and the one of the best friends gets a brain tumor and it's based uh-huh. on a true story of two friends in LA and it was lovely. And I cried at the end. So I definitely recommend that. And then also me and my husband one night, we are not reality TV people. And we watched like five episodes of botched, which is like a plastic surgery oh, on Netflix. And rough. we just like could not stop watching. Like finally after like four episodes, he was like, we got to stop. And I was like, yeah, we do. Like this is a lot. It is First of all, it's miraculous what they can do to like help people and fix it. And I like the fact that they only take on clients who are like had a bad surgery before. So they basically got like screwed over by whoever did their first surgery and they're fixing it. So I like that about the like two surgeons. Um, And what they can do is honestly miraculous. Like there's things where you're like, there's no way they could fix that. And then they are like, I'm going to take a piece of your rib out and I'm going to make you a new nose. And you're like, what? Okay. (laughs) And then they do. Uh, do. But yeah, it totally gave me the heebie-jeebies. And I was like, oh my God, I do want to get a breast reduction. But now I'm like paranoid that I'm going to have some crazy, crazy surgery. And then it's going to get botched. And then it's all going to like ruin my life. (laughs) Yeah, that show is... Yeah, yeah, it's haunting. It's, it's haunting me. It's haunting yes. me. Okay, back on to good things. So I read a whole bunch of books, and thank you to all of the publishers for sending them to me. It's been a delight. Uh, if you guys missed our interview with Jennifer L. Armin Trout, it was so cool. She's really interesting. We talked all about mental health of characters and how adding that into your books makes your character like badass but also relatable so even if they have powers or even if they have all these other things uh in a fantasy series they're still also like someone that you can identify with um i just read her latest book fire in the flesh which i burned right through and then we didn't even shawnee get to talk to her about the fact that 
her series Blood and Ash got optioned by Amazon Studios, uh, uh, which is exciting. I mean, being optioned, like it could still take like five years before they make the show or they could never make yeah. it, but it's still an exciting. exciting it's like a step, a baby steps in the right direction. Yeah. I'm excited yeah. about that. I'm excited that more of these things, it's like becoming a more known thing that, to do that. Um, also, like speaking of like options, right? So like I have been, I mean, I'm anime and like manga obsessed since I was a little kid. And so uh, there is um, one called Boys Over Flowers that has been made like many times. So, like there's different iterations of it. However, I, um, so I have a, like a, a friend that I'm hoping will become like a couple's friend, right? Um, because my partner used to work with, with the dude and then he has a wife and we get along really well. Right. But so well that like we're both introverted. So we don't ever hang out because, <laughs> because we're both introverted. So we've been, we decided to make it cons- like an effort to like actually hang out. So we hung out like, I don't know, a year ago and we had a grand old time. And I told her how I was obsessed with K-dramas and Asian dramas and all sorts of dramas. Doesn't matter where <laughs> the country I'll watch it. Okay. And, um, She's just like, oh, I don't understand it. Whatever. Next time she comes, she just came like a like a couple weeks ago. She's like, okay, I'm like, I'm full in the, I'm full in it. I'm like, I'm watching everything. I'm in the rabbit hole. I was like, fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. So anyway, she told me to watch something called F4 Thailand, Boys Over Flowers. Um, and it's a, another remake of Boys Over Flowers. But she said it's got, it's a little bit grittier. It's got a little bit more to it. And she was right. Because, like, just like I'm addicted to historicals, like, I'm addicted to any of, like, the old Asian cultural, like, whatever pomp and circumstance. And then if you pair it with fantasy, and, it's, and then it's, they're flying through and they got magic and they got the long robes with the, with the things, I, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. And those ones are so amazing. If you have the opportunity, this one that's called some oh, Something Fairies, I forget. It's on Netflix. But if you ever have a chance to like watch some of these old Chinese um, like fantasy historical blended uh, <laughs> dramas, they're great because stuff happens in them that you would just not even think. Like the one I told you where it's like he had to sacrifice her eyes because she had a tat. And I was like, what? Wait a minute, my dude. Don't take your girl's eyes. This is not something I was thought I was going to be saying when I went into that show. <laughs> But I was there for it. I was like, oh my God, this is like some fr- freaking uh, Game of Thrones shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, I-, I would recommend F4 Thailand, Boys Over Flowers. Johnny, I ride, speaking of graphic novels, um, I just got sent one. It's called If You'll Have Me. It's by Uni, who's a um, ooh, an artist and wrote it and i legitimately shot i legitimately cried at the end it was Aww. so sweet and it's a graphic novel it's a graphic novel it's like a sort of like a ya coming of it's not really a coming of age it's more of like a first love kind of thing wait wait and can i get one <laughs> i want a graphic novel yeah when you i'll bring it to you i'll bring it to you so you can read it when, okay. when i come at christmas um like anyone who's a fan of heartstopper definitely like jump on it um the, the two main characters are so sweet and it's just about how like opening your heart up and 
Like one of them's like, I don't know if she likes me. The other one's like, I don't know if she she should just know I like her. And it's just like, yeah. it was too much for me, Shani. That's <laughs> what I was like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, these are happy tears. <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> it was really good. Um, oh, good times. I don't read a ton of novels, but I always enjoy it when I do, if they're good, obviously. But I always enjoy it when I do. I feel like it's like, it feels to me like watching a movie almost. I love graphic novels, especially because one, I can still read them generally because they're small small bites of words instead of like line after line after line. However, Mm -hmm. you would be proud of me to know that uh, I ordered my first pair of glasses with a prism in it, okay? To see, yes, to see if I could read again. (laughs) So what is that? helps you focus on just like what you're reading and not the rest of it or what, how does it work? What does it do? Yeah. So no, um, uh, why can't I think of the name? So I have a problem, which I didn't realize was an actual thing (laughs) where my eyes are not tracking together. They're not like, so when I'm trying Mm -hmm. to focus on a word, I can't because one of my Mm -hmm. eyes is lazier, slower than the other ones or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, it's also probably what's been causing my migraines like and whatever. Um, so the prism, like, I don't know how, what it does, but it doesn't look like a prism in the glasses. It's just something in the glasses built in, but you can't see it. Um, it helps your eyes to actually track at the same point together um, so that you can read. Because that's my problem. I'll pick up a book and it's like the words crisscross <laughs> in like crazy ways. So it's not that I, for lack of trying, because I remember the one time when I was desperately trying to read a book for the podcast and I was hey. like, Rachel, doing your one eye closed yes I, was like, Bridget, I can't like i don't know what's going on i cannot read this book it was such torture trying to get through that book um and then the book wasn't good which made it even worse because you're just trying your hardest you're just like i stand by the fact that if you had listened to that book you would have liked it more <laughs> i stand by it you probably you, you probably right. was a five i don't know what you're talking about i love that book <laughs> I honestly was shocked when you're like, I hated it. I was like, wait, what? But they didn't have an audio book. So yeah. it was an indie author. Great book. Um, let's see. What else did I read, Johnny? I read a historical. What, sir? Which one? I read The Ladies Rewrite the Rules, which is by Suzanne Elaine, and who wrote uh, Mr. Malcolm's List. I don't know if you read that a few years ago. Um, yeah. But basically the story yeah. is it's kind of like a turn the table sort of thing. So there's a directory that's printed of all of the rich eligible women, like whether they be like widows or just never married on the shelf, whatever, but anyone who has like big money and it's printed uh, by this guy who is doing it for a good reason, which is he's trying to help all of the like second and third sons not get jilted by like he did by someone who can't marry him. Cause he doesn't have any money. Mm. She didn't have any money. So she had to be very rich. So like, even though he had feelings for her, he sort of got his heart a little bit cracked because oh. uh, he didn't realize that. So it's like a way for, in his mind, for all of them to realize like which women could marry them because they have their own money. Yeah. Um, but of oh. course the heroine is like, this is bullshit. I don't want these random strange dudes showing him up at my house trying to like fortune hunt me, you know? <laughs> um, and of course, uh, you know, then the two of them start to spend time together and, and you know historical uh romance ensues um i thought it was cute it was very charming i don't feel like i didn't read mr malcolm's list so i can't compare the two um 
I don't know that I think it's like, you know, it's not on like the Tessadera level. You know what I'm saying? Where when yeah. I read that book, I was like, historicals are legit. Uh, but, but I did enjoy it. <laughs> I will. I pulled it up because I was like, oh, I have not heard of this. And I would like to like. It's know. a new one. I just the, got it. Thank you, to the publisher. So. And, I'm looking at it, but the funny part—the blurb is really good. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at some of the other books because I'm looking for just uh, like new historical authors to read because I want to like kind of jump back in. But it's funny because I'm because I'm reading the author. I just pulled her up on Audible, Suzanne Elaine. I'm assuming Mm -hmm. Uh, and it says (laughs) I was born in India and sent to boarding school in England, but my father lost his fortune. Oh wait, that's the plot of the Little Princess. I actually grew up in Tallahassee, Florida, and I just and I'm dying because, like, if you're from Florida, which I am, and you know Tallahassee, you don't want to tell people yeah. you're from Tallahassee. I know you. That's where Florida State is. I went there. My friend went there for college, played baseball, and I went there, Johnny, and I landed. Me and my friend Anthony went together, and I landed, and I was like, "What world are we in?" Like, I didn't know that much about Florida, but I definitely did not picture Tallahassee when I pictured Florida. Like it was a wild, it was a wild weekend. Have you seen, there's a, um, there's like a TikTok going around where people are asked like, is this city close to London? Right. And people are like, no, it's not close. It's well, two, hour, that. two hours away. But Americans yeah. are like, oh, that's close. Like that's, yeah. that's a day trip. That's like a, you know, like, <laughs> or whatever. And people are like, did no, you it's see not. the British guy's defense of it? Yeah. Yeah, I was That's like, so for funny. Us, two We're hours. Just I'm going to defend America. <laughs> but I, I just thought that was funny because it's like time is so relative, you know. I remember, totally. I remember moving to LA, and my cousin said to me, like, if it's more than thirty minutes, I'm not going. And I was like, like in Miami, I have driven so much traffic that I was like, my threshold for like going or not going is usually like an hour to an hour and a half. So like, when he said that, I was just like. Well, do you leave the house? Do you go anywhere? Because this is LA. <laughs> yeah, this is LA, dude. I know. Like my family, when they come to visit me, for them, it feels like forever. And it yeah. used to feel like forever when I grew up here um, to where I live now. Like if I had to drive out here for soccer, I'd be like, we've been in the car forever. It'd be like 30 minutes. But I'd be like, yeah. it's been forever. <laughs> uh, but after living in LA for so long, I'm like, you guys, I'm driving on a highway driving 75 miles an hour 30 minutes that's an easy breezy trip easy breezy i like easy. talk talk to me when you're going three miles and it takes you 30 minutes even the same stop light three fucking times in a row <laughs> and we'll talk about which i would i will happily cruise to your house on the highway every time no you know. problem <laughs> um, the other thing that i read johnny the last one i want to talk about is tell me fourth wing by rebecca yaros was like literally like on the new york times bestseller list forever people were all talking about how amazing it is etc etc it's a ya fantasy and i love ya fantasy so much and i was like i'll read it i'll get around to it but i was a little bit worried it was like one of those books that got so much hype but then was going to be bad yeah you know and i was like "Ooh, i'm worried about it and then two different reviewers that i like said that they actually, they were like, it's worth it. The book's actually really good. And I was like, okay, I will read it. I read, I mean, I devoured it. I chomped on it. It was so good. And then book two just came out um, two days ago and I read the book too already. It's like 600 pages. My husband was like, did you read that entire book today? And I was like, "Uh yes, I did. (laughs) 
and it was great. Um, <laughs> and I really liked it. And now I'm sad because it's a trilogy, which means that I won't know the resolution to the story until next year, which is hashtag sadness. But um, sad. anyways, sad. if anyone wants to read a little bit of uh, YA fantasy, there's a good romance in it. Enemies to lovers. Um, the character is not 16. She is, she's not old, but she's not 16. Yeah. Which is nice because I enjoy uh, someone who's over 18 making decisions. But at one point, there's dragons also. <laughs> dragons bond the humans. They talk to each other in their minds. It's hysterical. Because yeah. at one point, the dragon was like, oh, save me from 20-year-olds. Like, it's so Because <laughs> he's like hundreds of year olds, but he's like bonded. <laughs> they all bond like these young people when it's a good time. Anyways, it was really good. The action is good. Lots of political stuff. Lots of, lots of like, uh, person who is like, you know, in books where it's like the main character gets thrust into something that they're not supposed to be. So she was trained yeah. to be a scribe and then she was forced to try to be a dragon rider, which is like the most dangerous like thing to get through the training. Like so many people die getting yeah. through the training. Um, and she was forced into the training. And so, it's kind of like everyone else has been preparing their whole childhoods and teenage years to be riders. They've been fighting, they've been running, they've been strength training, they've been doing all these things. And she's been, you know, reading books <laughs> and, and learning dead languages and, and things like that. So, um, but it's, it's good. So if anybody wants to read that, that book, good. text me, <laughs> let me know what you think. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Uh, do we have any books to like give away and stuff? Do you have any like extra ones where you're oh, like, oh, I do. I have a copy of Fire in the Flesh to give away. Actually, I have two copies. Um, so maybe I'll do one on Instagram and one on TikTok. So <laughs> I live on TikTok and follow us and keep your eye out. I'm going to do that this week, um, which is exciting. And I do, I have a ton of books to give away. I think I'm going to do like a 10 days of giveaways or, or like, like a Christmas. Yeah, like after Thanksgiving, do like a book a day or something. Because I, I probably it. have 10, I probably have at least 10, if not 20 books that I could give away. I probably have at least 10 that I could give away. I love um, it. And then that would be really fun. So make sure that you follow us on TikTok and Instagram, Romance at a Glance. And I will probably give away, you know, books on either platform just to, you know, let people who follow us on different places uh, enjoy themselves and get some, get some delicious books that we've been getting. <laughs> Send them to your home with a sticker. With a sticker. Smile. I like it. That'd be, that'd be yeah. nice because I'm like, you gotta, gotta have a lot of books over there. And your shelves are gonna be so full. So full. You can only keep the ones you love. Does it spark joy? It's some of them do. Well, I, that's literally what I was going to say. So like, the tricky thing is, is that some of the books I don't want to give away. I want to keep them like a little miser <laughs> hoarding my stuff. And then some of the books are like three stars. And I'm like, this book was good, but I'm happy to give it to someone else or four stars even. And yeah. I'm like, this book was good. But some of the five star ones, I'm like, I want to keep this one forever because it's not for me. <laughs> <laughs> that's valid, girl. That's valid. So. 
yeah i do have also like a chronic problem as you know and dear listeners you guys know a chronic problem of being like excited about reading and books and so my kid the other day we were getting the mail she's like another book mom you've been getting a lot of books maybe too many and i was like (laughs) don't say such a thing (laughs) i have been getting a lot of books though because i will like go through all the emails that we get sent from publishers and then I'll reply to them all like in this, in a batch. Like I try to do yeah. it all in batches. So then all of a sudden I'll get like 10 books in a week. I'm like, what? <laughs> 20 books like, in a month. And I'm like, Oh boy, Bridge, what did you do? this? Month? <laughs> um, also if you're an indie author or you have indie authors that you love who you want us to cover their books. Um, if you're an indie author, just just email us at podcast at romanceataglance.com or slide into our DMs. Um, and if you are someone who loves an indie author and would like us to cover them, um, you know, if you're friendly with them, obviously, like, drop them a DM and say, hey, contact us. But otherwise, send us their name because we do like to try to keep a good balance of traditionally published and indie published authors on the podcast and especially since we have this new format where I can read a lot more books and talk to Shawnee and you guys about them. Um, they don't necessarily have to have audiobooks now, whereas before they had to. So a good opportunity if, if there's anyone out there who wants us to read their books, yeah. uh, slide into our DMs and we'll see if we have a slot for you. Yeah. It just doesn't mean I'll say yes. <laughs> it does not. <laughs> but I mean, not a guarantee. Word. Not a guarantee your shot (laughs) (laughs) oh i mean i if you have a good enough blurb i mean you might i'm just saying don't snooze on that blurb okay because the the intrigue just just make sure that if that blurb is tight and really good and tight that the book is also good and tight yeah good cover (laughs) yeah Hit me with a few keywords you know what i mean it's just a few key phrases and i'll be in like when like um, uh, menage, you know that that's one of my keywords. Menage it, menage it. Menage it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to say four in French. Otherwise, I would say menage it. Four. Menage quoi? Menage cinco. Oh yeah, that's international. That's an international. That's international menage. You guys, this has been a blast, Shawnee. As always, it's delightful to hang out with you for a while. Dear listeners, we love you. We want to say, again, thank you to Anna Lowe for sponsoring the podcast. If you're an indie author and you want to sponsor the podcast and have us talk about your book, please reach out to us via DM or podcast at romanceandaglance.com. And until next time, may your books be your lover. And your hands, your best friend. Ooh, that was a good one. Bye for now, kids. Thanks for hanging in with us, romance readers. Head over to Instagram to continue chatting with us. We're super friendly. We want to cackle with you. We want to know what your favorite sex scene was. And we need more book recommendations. If you want to read along with us, go to our website, romanceataglance.com, to see what we're reading next. And we'll see you next podcast.